I'm Rachel Olstead, the Intuitive Business Coach, and this is the Dream Builder Society Podcast. My mission is to empower women to create an abundant life of freedom, wealth, and joy. I specialize in helping visionary, driven, and passionate women just like you grow and scale their online businesses through powerful strategy, mindset, and energy healing work. Tune in every week to hear my experiences and tips for building a wildly successful six-figure business while working part-time. I truly believe business gets to be fun and simple. You get to have it all, and I'm here to show you how. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you are a first-time listener to the Dream Builder Society podcast, welcome. If you join me every week, I so appreciate it. I love hanging out with you guys and sharing all the things. So today we're talking about money. So buckle up um, and let's dig in. It is such a great day. It is the morning time when I'm recording this. I'm just sitting in my office. Um, The sun is shining. We've got the diffuser going. We have some clove, I think, and juniper berry, which is amazing because even though it's January, it still kind of smells like Christmas and it's just like, it's a vibe in here. So I am actually really excited to talk about this topic because, well, there's many reasons um, I love talking about and teaching about money because I have gone through such a massive transformation in my life and really how I think about money, how I feel about money, how I operate as a human, as a woman, as a business owner when it comes to money. And I know that my clients and the women that I serve, and chances are everyone listening to this podcast has had their own struggles with money. Okay. But I want to share not only like thoughts about money that you may be having that are holding you back, but I also want to give you kind of the next step for really like mending. I'm going to use that word mending because it's not fixing. It's not, you know, doing an overhaul. It's really just like, yeah, that mending process, that healing process, if you will, with not money itself, but with your relationship with money. And recently I have been, you know, money is a topic that I, that comes up all the time with my clients um, and always has. And we coach on it a lot in groups that I've hosted in one-on-one calls. Like this is a big, this is a big topic because of course, if you are in business, it is your mission essentially, right? Aside from impacting and creating this amazing, right? Like ripple effect with your impact in your business. It's also about making money, but it's so interesting that so often our thoughts, right? And our feelings, how we approach money in our lives is actually stopping us so often from actually making the money that we want in our businesses. And so we're going to dig in today. And the reason why this money conversation is so important and why I'm bringing this to you guys today is because I want you to enjoy money. I want you to, and I'm going to talk about like loving money, but do not get that confused with idolizing money or worshiping money or being obsessed with money. Very, very, very different than loving 
money and loving what it does for you, loving what it provides for you, loving what it allows for you to do in your life. And I have found that the more money you make, the more money you have in your life and in your business, the less you actually focus on it. And so it's really interesting, like in the communities that I'm a part of, right, as I've up-leveled in my business, as I've hit six figures and I'm approaching, right, like multi-six figures, multi-six figures in, in my business, right, going forward, the communities that I'm a part of, the coaches that I work with, the masterminds that I have been involved in, and even just like the group programs that I've been in, we don't talk a lot about specific dollar amounts. Like we have goals, obviously, and we set goals that are monetary, but it's not the main focus anymore, right? Because the more you make, it just becomes like who you are, right? And you focus less on that and you just focus more on the service piece, okay? This is always important to focus on the service over like the dollar amount, right? One of my mentors focuses on the idea of like souls over sales. And I absolutely love that concept because it's so true, right? People, clients, like they are not a, they're not a dollar amount, right? They don't walk around with a dollar amount stamped on their forehead. Okay. And when they sign with you, like you just get that money and, and all is well in the world. No, like the service is always first you guys, but in the early stages of business, right? When you are first trying to make money, maybe it's your first thousand, two thousand, three thousand. For my clients and for my audience, I really serve women who are committed and excited um, and maybe even apprehensive and scared, right? About their goal of creating consistent 5K months. And at this stage of business, I have found more often than not that women in this stage of business specifically. And this happened to me too, which is why I know it. (laughs) I know it. I've lived it and I've evolved so much is that you're stuck in these stories, right? You're stuck in these money stories. And really a story is just like this belief, okay? That has been created as we know, typically from childhood, right? Our most prominent beliefs have been created and or told to us or modeled to us, especially by our parents in our first like seven to eight years of life. Okay. This is, this is, is proven actually. It's, it's very scientific. We won't go into all of that, but the, the thoughts and the beliefs, right? That we carry with us are mostly subconscious, right? We're not walking around on a daily basis, like chanting money doesn't grow on trees, right? But that may be a phrase or a belief that's just like stuck with you that has limited you. And that's just one of like hundreds and thousands that you are probably carrying with you still today, whether you realize it or not. And I want to help you guys kind of dig through not only the mindset piece, like the thought piece, but dig even deeper and and kind of look at it from an energetic standpoint with your relationship with money, right? And what that vibration looks like and and what that does. Because we know that we're always, regardless of how much knowledge you have about, you know, energy and how energy flows and, and just 
all of that good stuff, we are always either attracting something or repelling something, whether you realize it or not, whether you are trying to or not, whether you recognize it or not, we are always either attracting or repelling. Okay. And so I want to start by just sharing, okay, some thoughts about money and even thoughts specifically some coming from clients, some coming from uh, my own thoughts, some coming from just conversations that I've had with women in the last two years of uh, being in this online space, being a coach and serving women in their businesses. And so a lot of these thoughts, okay, and I'm just going to actually kind of go through a list and I just want you to almost like identify and you can write them down if you want. I just want you to identify, almost do like a a mental checklist. Oh yeah, I I have that thought. Like, oh yeah, that is a belief that's like deep-seated in me. Or, oh, that's not really one that affects me, okay? I want you to kind of do like a, a little checklist and a list of your own, right? What are my current thoughts about money and do what I call a thought download. Sometimes I refer to it as a brain dump. That's more just like word vomit on a page, but I want you to think about a thought download, like, okay, what are the thoughts that I have? What are the beliefs that I have about money? And maybe where do they stem from? So I'm just going to kind of rattle some of these off. And I just want you to kind of reflect on them in your own life. Okay. Money is difficult to make. Okay. It's hard to get and it's hard to keep. And again, these are stories. These are our beliefs. They are not truths but they are beliefs that that maybe seem true, okay? They may feel really true to you, but they're simply not. They're just thoughts, they're, they're opinions, right? They're beliefs that you have held on to throughout the years, okay? Another really common one, money doesn't grow on trees. I can't afford that. That's too expensive. Who am I to make a lot of money? It's not righteous, right? Or it's not good, to have a lot of money. Rich people are greedy. Rich people are bad, right? Rich people are selfish. There is never enough. That's a really, really, really prominent one that you probably don't even realize is there, right? Others is like this idea of, do I deserve this, right? It's a worthiness. Do I deserve 5k a month? Am I worth that, right? Others is is about the idea of like receiving, okay, receiving. And this oftentimes affects like, especially your pricing or like your ability to sell in your business, okay? Like, who am I to charge X amount of dollars? Who am I to make 5K a month or 10K or whatever, right? Fill in the blank with your own goal. Do I have to choose, Right? Do I have to choose between being a good mom and making a lot of money? Is this even possible? Right? I'm nervous. I'm scared to make this amount of money. What does that mean? Right? What if I do make 5K a month? What if I don't make 5K a month? What does that mean? What does that mean about me? Right? Am I setting myself up for failure? And these are specifically about, you know, the goal of 5k months, but you know, it goes, it goes a lot deeper than that even. Okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of scarcity, right? When it comes to money and a lot of it stems from that 
like unworthiness, that poor belief of like, I'm not enough. It's not enough. It's never enough. And it's almost like this addiction to this disappointment. I've, I've spoken about this actually several times with some, some different clients this week already about this addiction that so many of us have to disappointment, right? This addiction to like the, the not enough, the just getting by. And I want to help you clear that. I want to help you clear that. And I'm not saying it it will be able to be done right in this podcast, but you know, the work that I do one-on-one with my clients is so profound and we can dig in and we can clear these once and for all. Um, But today I really want this to be an opportunity for you to like reflect and just get awareness on like, what are my current beliefs? What are my current thoughts? What did my parents like unintentionally, you know, brainwash me with basically, right? It's not necessarily their fault, right? Their beliefs, their thoughts, their, you know, perspective about money came from their parents, right? Who came from their parents, who came from their parents. It's this generational line, this generational, you know, this family lineage of thoughts and beliefs and feelings and actions towards money, right? That it's like, hard to make and it's hard to keep this this idea around debt right like debt is so bad right there's so many thoughts out there that debt is bad and i can't stand debt well how does how do all of these things make you feel right and that's the most important piece like we can look at our thoughts all day and we can shift our thoughts like you could stare blankly at a at a piece of paper and you know come up with some amazing new thoughts of like People value and honor my work. Okay. I am so abundant. I love money. I love receiving money. I have everything I need to succeed, right? Money is always flowing into my life and it feels fun. You know, you could choose to think I make money every single day. You could choose to think that, right? And align your feelings, align your actions to those thoughts, right? Money is a good friend. Money is good, right? God wants me to be prosperous, right? That's another really, really common one, especially with the women that I work with, that it's like this fear that, um, you know, you're not going to be a good Christian or God's going to view you poorly or or the, the Christian world is going to view you poorly if you have a lot of money, right? Because it's like God favors the poor, Well, guess what? God favors everyone, right? And so you could choose all day long to choose new thought, right? Is I attract money every day. I am so good with managing my money, right? I'm increasing my capacity for wealth. I feel comfortable and relaxed when I think about money, right? Receiving money comes easy to me. Clients are always coming and are excited and ready to pay me, right? Like financial abundance, having lots of money is a normal part of my life. You could choose to focus on those thoughts, okay? And I want you to do this like initial thought download. And then I also want you to kind of take a peek at what are some thoughts that would feel really good? But it's it's not even about the thoughts alone, you guys. It's about how they make you feel. And this energetic response and this energetic vibration, right? If you will, the feelings will cause this this emotional shift in your body, right? And if you think about it, 
when you're thinking thoughts like money doesn't grow on trees and no one wants to pay me and my, you know, I'm never going to be out of debt. Like I'm always going to be struggling with money. There's never enough. I never have what I want, whatever. How does that make you feel really in your body? Like where's the resistance? When I think thoughts like that, I often feel it in like my stomach. I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my throat, especially like this constricting energy. It's like sucking in your energy. And what does that do, right? It makes you feel oftentimes, whether it's sad or maybe it's angry or maybe like one of the worst of all, like disappointed or defeated, right? It makes you feel like a victim. It makes you feel powerless. It makes you feel, you know, resigned. Like, I guess this is just it. I guess this is as good as it gets. I guess I can't, you know, make any more money. I'm just going to keep struggling because like, that's what is, that's normal right? Maybe you watched your parents struggle. Maybe you watched whoever in your life struggle with money and, you know, spend more than they're making or, you know, work so hard. That's a really common one, like trading dollars for hours. And, you know, you're bringing that into your business. Like, how does that make you feel when you think like, there's no way I'm ever going to make 5k a month because I won't be able to sustain the workload? On a logical note, friends, I'm telling you, the more money I've made in my business, the less I have worked. Okay. So logically, like we know it, it's not true, but I know it feels true, but all, but also feels horrible to think those things, right? And how that lines up with the actions that you take is very uninspired, right? When you're focusing on thoughts like, oh, I'm never going to make 5K months or that seems so hard or I'm just always going to be in debt. Like think about the actions that you take. You're probably not very excited to go out and meet people, to go out and tell people what you do, to make consistent offers, right? The consistency piece is massive. But I also want you to just think about like, okay, what do you do when you're feeling that way? And what do you not do? If you're anything like me, right, when you're thinking those thoughts, when you're stuck in that like sad, poor me, victim, this sucks, I'm always going to be in debt, I never have money, blah, 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 right? When you're stuck in that thought pattern, okay, and you feel basically like you feel like shit, (laughs) okay, that's the reality of it. What do you do if you're anything like me? You probably don't do a lot, right, except maybe complain or you know, complain to your husband or your friends or your coach or just like sit in that nasty feeling without um, actually working through it. You probably avoid work. You probably don't put out consistent offers. You probably don't network and talk to new people. Or you may try to do all of those things from this really like forced energy, right? I've talked about the force versus the flow before. And if you are, are trying to take a lot of action, Um, with the thoughts, like I'm never going to to be, you know, I'm never going to make more money. Like, do you see how the the thought and the action are completely unaligned? It's like, it's working against itself, right? Like that is forcing, right? And I want you to think about it's like actually forcing something rather than letting it flow. Because when you think like, oh my gosh, there's so many clients that are thinking about me right now that want to pay me. I am so grateful that I have 
this opportunity to make more money, like 5K months are the norm for me, right? Focusing on that makes you feel inspired and energized and excited to show up. It probably makes you feel really optimistic and positive and filled with love and gratitude and appreciation. And when you take action from that place, you guys, that vibrational place, you are a match for money, right? You are a match for money and for good things when you are focusing, right, on good feelings. That's as simple as it is, right? When you're focusing on high vibe feelings, right? Happiness, joy, appreciation, gratitude, excitement, empowerment. You're a match for good things like love, like joy, like money. And on that same note, love and money, you guys, are the same vibration, okay, in your body. They are the same vibration. And when you put it out into the world, when you focus on everything that you do is coming from love, loving yourself, loving money, appreciating it, right? Again, not to be confused with idolizing or worshiping, but loving it and actually creating a good relationship with money is the same vibration as love, right? So you focus on love and money is attracted to that. You are you are attracting, you are magnetizing, right? Rather than repelling. And I want to give you kind of a quick analogy here that I actually shared with one of my clients the other day that was really, really interesting. And he was like, oh my gosh, I've never really thought about it that way. And it makes so much sense. And I wanted to share this with you guys before we wrap up today. So if you think about, okay, money is not just paper. It's not just this green paper with, you know, our president's face on it, not our current president, (laughs) obviously, but Um, right? Like we have different types of money with different leaders faces on it. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. It's not just paper, right? It is energy, right? Money is energy, it flows, it comes in, it goes out. And it's a good thing, right? It's a good thing. But I want you to think about the way that you treat and interact and have a relationship with money. And I want to compare it to a relationship with like, let's just say your husband. Okay. And I'm going to use my husband as an example, just so you can kind of see how this plays out. Okay. If I treat, if I'm treating my husband, the way many of you are treating money in your relationship, this is maybe what this looks like, right? You wake up in the morning and you have dread, right? Like, oh my gosh, my husband is leaving for work today. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do without him. Like, I hope he doesn't leave. I hope he chooses to stay home today. Like, I just need him so badly. I hate when he leaves because it makes me feel so sad and alone. And like, I just feel desperate, right? Maybe you're not saying these things out loud, but this is kind of like the vibration that you're putting off. And so you like cling to him, right? You like follow him around the house and ask him like, when are you going to be home? Are you sure you have to leave? Like, please don't go. Please don't go. You know, I I never have enough time with you. Like we never go on dates anymore. I just feel so disconnected from you. Like, please don't go to work today. And he's like, okay, what is wrong with you? Right. If I treated my husband that way, he'd be like, okay, right. Neediness, neediness, which is how many of you approach money with this like desperation and need rather than just like love and appreciation, that's really repelling, right? Like neediness is is not attractive, okay, in a relationship at all, whether it's with your husband or with money. 
And so if he walks out the door, I'm like sadly waving, or maybe I just get angry, right? And if I, if, if he leaves and I get angry and I'm like, okay, this isn't actually true, right? I'm just painting this picture for you. Uh, maybe I like storm off and, and go back into my room and just sit there and pout and, you know, maybe cry. Like, why does this always happen? Why does he always have to leave? Like, this is so annoying. Um, why can't he just stay and hang out with me? Like, I just feel so sad. And like waiting all day long for him to come back, right? Not enjoying my day because he's gone, because he's at work. And if he were to, you know, come home from work, like, you know, there, there could be one of two reactions here. Maybe I run up to him super fast and like give him a massive hug and like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful you're back. I missed you so much. Like, please don't leave again. That was the worst day ever when you were gone. I just get so anxious every single time you're gone because I'm wondering if you're ever going to come back and whatever, right? He'd probably look at me like I'm a crazy person. Right? He'd probably be like, Rachel, calm down. You know, I always come back from work because that's just what I do. Right? Or I may have the other reaction. And again, this is oftentimes how you guys are, you know, and I at one point in my business too, and in this personal development journey, essentially was was treating money too. So I just really want to like paint this picture for you guys. You know, the other option may be um, that you completely avoid, right? Either like this desperate, like, welcome party. Okay. Or it's like this avoidance, like, ugh, you like, I'm not even going to pay attention to you. Like, okay, fine. Come in, like come home. And I'm just going to do my own thing. Like I'm going to completely ignore you and like, just sit over here in the corner, like being bitter all day or all night, you know, or whatever, just like this complete avoidance and anger. Like you left. I didn't want you to leave. You left for work. And that just made me so angry. So I'm going to sit over here and just be bitter, mean and frustrated and whatever, right? Like, do you see how this scenario, like if I did that to my husband, like we'd immediately be in counseling or he'd be like, what is wrong with you, right? What is going on with you? Like, you know that I love you. You know, I adore you. You know that I go to work and I come home every single day because that's just what I do, right? And like you are totally fine. You're safe. Like you're good. You have so many amazing things to do during the day. Like, please stop obsessing about me leaving. Okay. I always come back because I love you. Right. Like he would probably say that to me. And then he'd probably ask if I wanted to go to marriage counseling, (laughs) right. Which would probably be a good idea to like mend that relationship. Do you see what I'm saying here? Do you see how this might apply in your own life and your own relationship with money? And do you also see how unattractive that is? And this is not to make you feel bad. This is not to fill yourself with shame or blame yourself like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been so terrible to money and that I'm like hating on money or just like ignoring it. Some of you may just like focus on it so much with desperation. Some of you may absolutely ignore it, right? It's like the two ends of the spectrum. Some of you might be in the middle, okay? And do, you know, do one or the other, depending on the day or the feeling or whatever thought you're focusing on, okay? So this is the opportunity for you to appreciate money, right? Appreciate money. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate your business. Appreciate everything that you have in your world because what you focus on, you guys, will grow, it will grow. So you focus on hating money. You focus on being scared about making 5k. You focus on, you know, having to choose between your family and money. No, 
that will only grow, right? That obsession, that, that force, that struggle, that will grow if you focus on it. But if you focus on being appreciative, if you focus on gratitude, if you focus on like clients are ready to pay me, if you focus on I'm amazing, I know what I'm doing and I know that money flows to me because it does, it supports me, it's here always. I, I know that money goes out because I have bills to pay and that's so amazing that I have these resources and services and things that like I get to pay for, right? But I also know money comes back in and money comes to me, money flows to me because I love it, I appreciate it, and it feels the same way about me, right? That's the vibe that I want you to embody. That's the vibe that you need to practice. It's not just like, oh, money loves me, okay? And say it flatly and like assume that it's gonna be true. No, this is a daily practice, okay? Focus on your thoughts, focus on your vibration, pray about it, right? do meditations. I have some different meditations I'm happy to to share with you. Reach out to me. Come find me over on Facebook. Come join our Facebook group. We're going to do a ton of chatting um, these next couple of months about money specifically. I have some really, really great things planned that I'm going to be sharing with you guys soon. But money is here to support you always. Okay. And you just need to check your relationship with it. Start to heal that. Begin to heal that and watch as it flows to you. All right, that is it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, go out and give give yourself some love, give money some love, and we will see you next week. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.